0: what is up everybody it's episode 49 of next gen newsweek you what the hell is that face michael <laughs> episode 49 of next gen newsweek your podcast for all things xbox series x ps5 playstation vr2 regards to this week uh nintendo switch and eventually nintendo switch pro among other things uh mine Yes, KFC console, Bud Light consoles, uh, Atari, whatever that thing was called that they came out with. Uh. Yes. Anyway, my name is Mitch and joining me tonight is, we'll start with Chase. Chase, Richard, hey, and Michael, hey, hey. <laughs> um. So last week was uh, very chilled very chilled out and uh, we had a great time that was a very fun episode well we we should do more of those not just on anniversaries those were, were very chill uh, but we are back to news this week we have uh, some headlines to run through and then we're going to start the um, what I've called the road to E3 series because each week between now and when e3 happens we are going to be breaking down several of the developers who have games that are in development or that we think are in development and we're going to be talking about those. Uh, which this week will be about Ubisoft, Capcom, and Bandai Namco. So make sure you stick around for the second half of the show. So when it, if you want to catch up all the news on that, and also that particular bit will be broken up into a separate video later on. So if you want to just catch that bit later. Anyway, let's start with headlines for this week. We have um, the big thing that happened today was that uh, apparently PlayStation is uh, has 25 new games in development for the PS5 and half of which, our new franchises. Richard, I love that smug look on your face right now. <laughs> it's good for everybody. They're, yeah, very, because, um, if you remember last week, I had talked about how we might talk about the Epic versus Apple case, and we're not going to do that. Cause there's just a lot of stuff and we're, we will never get through with all of it probably. But one of the things that came out was about how Xbox, uh, was reviewing their competitors games and then taking notes about things that players are interested in. So, uh, they reviewed the last of us part two. They reviewed, uh, I think they actually went back and did breath of the wild and they expected breath of the wild two to launch last year. Uh, but anyway, it's nothing to do with Epic versus Apple. I don't know why it's in the court case, but, um, anyway, so with Sony having 25 games in development, it just gives Microsoft an opportunity to, you know, take notes and do more reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna leave you the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> uh, So. Out of those 25 games, I don't know if it includes like Returnal and uh, Sackboy and all the other ones that already came out recently. Uh, New games. Okay, so I'm going to assume that the ones that we do know about, um, Horizon Forbidden West, God of War, Ragnarok, and I don't know if Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart falls into that category or not, since it's not technically out, but uh, those are three of them that we know about. Um, and then reportedly insomniac is working on a full sequel to spider-man and naughty dog is doing you know a remake of the last of us and as well as a multiplayer game set in the world of the last of us so don't know how that's all going to shake up but um richard i to start with you what first party ips that are not you know reportedly in development that sony owns would you like to see make a return on ps5 No, like, Sony-owned IPs that are not currently on PlayStation or in development.
1: Sony, but it may be a different developer. Um, the Legacy of Kane series. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's been a long time since we've seen something like you know. I, I think that could that could probably do well, maybe uh, if they did it right, because it's been long enough to kind of maybe reboot that franchise. Um, what else? I don't. You know, I was a huge fan of um, Eco. Of course, now the last game in that series, the Last Guardian, kind of fell short in a lot of ways, but. Um, Maybe not necessarily like a... Well, I mean, I would like to see a a re-envisioning of that first one, Eco. So maybe I should just leave it at that. I like that kind of fantasy element where the storytelling is kind of folded into the gameplay. It's not really spoon-fed to you. Something like that would be good. Um, Or even just a re-envisioning of Eco would be good. Um, What else? I don't know. You know, it, it's hard to really kind of guesstimate what sh- Sony should do because what they do do, they, <laughs> they've done so well. So, you know, it's it's hard to. I mean, they've. You know, the only time that I've really ever seen Sony fall short was with the PlayStation Three. But it, you know, it, it wasn't a software thing. It was it was their hardware where they tried to push the Blu-ray thing and they got caught up and then they were a year behind um the xbox 360 i I don't really blame that on their ability to make great games i think they've always done that so aside from the the small offerings i just made um i'm looking forward to seeing what they're gonna do anyway because it'll be awesome
0: jace you got anything
2: to add to it Mm -hmm. i'm just looking they said they said over half of them were new games and i'm really excited for that because All these new games that have come out from Sony recently have been really good. Like you know, Days Gone was great. Death Stranding was awesome, even though it got kind of like mixed reviews. Like, uh, and I I know Kojima was working on a second one, like story wise, but I don't know if he's actually going to make it since it, it didn't make, meet expectations. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just so excited to see what's coming out.
1: That's um, on my pile of shame. I have that. I've got Death Stranding. <laughs> I just I haven't. You know, I'll get around to it eventually yeah
0: well with that uh you know as far as our new IPs go do you have any like wish list like things you would like to see them tackle like you know most of their games Um, have been like third person action adventure games but like um any particular settings or remakes of a re-PS technically remakes of like older series but like done in a new way to make them seem brand new or anything like that so i
2: I know that the guy that the original guy that made the, the, the Silent Hill game is making a new game, a new IP. Um and it's supposed to be like horror ish. Um and I think he's making it like a brand new company. And I don't know if it's owned by Sony yet, but or if it is, it's it's gonna be I mean coming out uh probably I mean it's gonna be years, but still I mean I'm excited for that. All
0: right. Richard, you got anything yeah. with that? I don't know.
1: You know, I kinda wonder if it's gonna follow in the footsteps of what PT demo and what resident evil has become, or if it's going to be like a classic silent Hill where it's kind of, what do they call that? The over the shoulder sort of, because that really changes the way the game is played. Um, and I mean, I can see the perks of both of that. And to be honest, I don't know which one I would prefer more out of something silent Hill esque. Yeah. Michael,
0: any, any first party, new IPs for PlayStation that you would like to see?
3: Huh?
1: <laughs> Do you say huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what? Are we no, doing a just, podcast um,
4: right now? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm I've, I've trying to wreck my brain for it and I really can't think of, he, of He's living
0: in Genshin Impact Land.
4: I really am. Michael's
0: only here to talk about No Man's Sky.
4: <laughs> I mean, you know, waifu anime kitty girls. I mean, that's it.
0: Well, we're almost to the No Man's Sky in Waifu Kitty Anime Girls, so...
1: Hey, wait, hold on. Now, he made a good point. I don't think he meant to, but the whole Genshin Impact thing, you know, uh, not necessarily that, but, uh, oh, what was that game I played forever? I talked about it. The Tower, the Tower of Barbs. Let It Die. Yeah, you know, maybe Sony could jump on, because those games are really awesome, to fill in those gaps between like major releases and stuff like that. Cause you can, you know, pick them up, put them down. There's no real ending or closure to that. You can just kind of jump in. And I mean, if you want to do like the currency and stuff like that, I'm sure those games make money or else they wouldn't, you know, you know, they wouldn't do it. So, you know, something like that would be cool. Just like, like an actual Sony owned, you know, one that they could do that maybe mixes a couple of things would be cool just to kind of,
0: isn't, into the uh, gaps. isn't DC Universe Online still a PlayStation exclusive? It's been around since the PS3. Uh,
1: you can play that on the Switch, can't you? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. What, I thought it was only I don't, on PlayStation. I
1: don't, think it, I don't think it's console exclusive. I may be wrong on that, but I swear I thought I saw, I thought I saw that on the Switch. I may be wrong.
3: Hmm.
0: Well, we'll have. We've had probably about five to six weeks before we start hearing more about these uh, new PlayStation IPs and new games they have in development because E3 is right around the corner. It is approaching quickly. And one of the things I hope is going to be there is the PlayStation VR 2, which we have lots more information to talk about and lots of technical stuff because that's what everybody loves. They love to hear about resolutions and eye tracking and all that fun stuff. And yes, so there's a a new report that came out about uh, PlayStation VR um, features for the new headset. Uh, The big thing on there is a 4K display, which uh, compared to the original resolution is not even 1080p. Uh, So that's a big bump. So it's it's, uh, 4,000 by 2,000 pixels or 2,000 by 2,000 per eye. (laughs) So... Yeah, there's the resolution. No, no. when about.
1: when you first said four thousand, I thought you were talking about the price.
0: Oh no, easily <laughs> six hundred bucks though. Yeah, um, it has gaze tracking, which apparently is a, a feature that the Valve Index has. That's supposed to help people who have stigmatisms to help them not like it'll like track where their eye like drifts to, so it'll make sure that it helps like them play games. So that's like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I thought life.
4: that was just something that nosy white people had just for <laughs> tracking the gaze. <gays.
1: laughs> yep. You know, I was I was sitting here trying to like rack my brain over some kind of a pun, you know, LGBTQ or something like that, but there you go. <laughs> my,
0: Michael is just off the rip with it. Um and then with that also a lens separation adjustment um but yeah, so this, again, the resolution on the regular VR headset is 960 by 1080, so it's going to 4,000 by 2,000, which is a big jump with it. Um, the, it has eye tracking, which will be used for uh, what's called foveated rendering, which means that like when, what you're looking at is going to be fully rendered, but everything by, in your peripheral vision and behind you will be like lower quality to make it to where everything in front of you looks better. And so that's they've right. some kind of weird uh, thing with that. I and, mean, they,
4: they kind of do something similar in games already. Yeah, uh, to that extent.
3: So
0: the thing is, though, is that depending on how immersive the games are, though, like you know, you quickly could just turn around and like it has to just quickly render what you're looking at. Because if it like you t- if you do like a one eighty and all of a sudden everything behind you just looks like a Nintendo 64 game, then it kind of breaks immersion
4: with right. everything. Well, I mean, I would assume they would have some sort of like a little bit of motion blur in there. And by the time your eyes actually have a chance to focus you know, it'd be at resolution.
0: Hopefully. That's a, that's a good point. I didn't even think about all that. And um, a motor that's being put in the headset that's going to help with haptic feedback, so not, that way the only thing that you're not feeling is not in, just in the controllers, but also if you were like, like, I don't know, getting a car crash in the game, like either the headset will vibrate. <laughs> I was Do you saying- imagine like <laughs> playing a game and getting punched in the head? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I would love it, like this. I wanted to be crazy. fully immersive. I want I want to get exactly
4: to die in the game. No,
1: play play a boxing <laughs> game. Like your dad comes in. Mitch is laid out across the floor. Playing Dead a black guy.
4: PSVR two. <laughs> Why is that controller punching your dick? Ah,
0: ah, ah, ah. <laughs> the thing, like, I I would love for VR to get to like right before the the point of returns it turns into like Sao like. Where you die in the game, you die in real life, kind of shit. Like, give me like right. right before that, right before that drop off thing. I don't. Was that need... Ready
1: Player One? No, yeah. it's uh, you don't, you don't it's die sim- in the game and Ready Player One, do you? I don't think so. You
0: know, but you lose all your your real world money.
3: <laughs> so you well, I mean,
4: <laughs> not to not to not to <laughs> be I a, a. I want a suit that has a moistening simulator to it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Not to not to go down the full weed path, but in uh, Sword Art Online, like they go into it's like a full dive VR thing. So instead of like you know, moving around with your controllers, you're laying in bed and this thing like cuts off all the brain receptors going to your body and intercepts them. So it's like you're dreaming almost. And the dude who creates it like locks them all in there. And if they die in real life or in the game, it'll send a signal to their brain and just kill them. <laughs> it's crazy.
4: I think
1: I have to pass on that. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not like they knew that that was gonna happen. He locked him in there. and was like, "Welcome to your nightmare, bitch!" And then
4: I mean, most of those gamers were already dead in real life anyway. So me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and,
0: <laughs> and finally, with this, um, the headset is going to have cameras on it to track the controllers and your body and everything, instead of having like the camera that sits on top of your screen. That's really stupid, and and I think we've talked about this before. But and it plugs in with a single USB C yeah, cable very in the front of the PS Five and doesn't require a breakout box and a micro USB cable and two HDMI cables and its own power cable. And like, oh god! <laughs> it's
1: so it's powered off that port as well. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Gonna get hot
4: in Topeka
1: I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they had that in mind as they're developing it, but that just,
0: you know, what's crazy though, that I, it blows my mind with that USB C port. And I'm pretty sure that like if you went to go like do anything as far as like plugging this certain accessories into that USB C port, it says they're not supported because it's not a Super Speed port or something like that. It's something mm. stupid that I remember seeing. I was trying to plug something into it, and it told me that it wasn't supported. Anyway, but I may be remembering that wrong, but that was just something that blew my mind. Like, okay, so it's not going to support this, but it's going to support distributing a 4K game to a VR headset? Like, okay.
4: Well, is the headset rendering it or is the PS4 rendering it and the headset's just receiving the video? So that's a little bit of a... True. And then... um they could have something proprietary going on with the USB-C switch. So it's kind of halfway compatible with every other USB-C device, but it's not truly high speed because uh, maybe probably in the same genre as the Nintendo switch, they're just using the port. Yeah. And there's no real standards for it.
0: Yeah. I was getting ready to bring up the switch and the switch is USB-C port, but how it like, will only accept certain types of inputs and won't accept everything, which is just completely stupid. By the way, <laughs> um, this if you are a Nintendo Switch owner, you've probably gotten four system updates in the past 30 days of your Switch. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm just annoyed with it. I got, like, literally every time I get on my Switch, it's got a system update now, and I don't know what's going on with them. It's not like they're adding folders or, you know, themes <laughs> or anything. So what are they doing? <laughs> Making me mad. Anyway. Small tangent over um, I don't know, but it has got out of my skin. Like, I wanted to play Smash earlier. I said, you go do a system update. And I was like, I can't? <sighs> I'm over it. I'm over it. Michael, let's talk about yeah. this gigantic war that's happening in No Man's Sky.
4: It is interesting. And uh, there was an art- another article a couple weeks ago. Um, where basically people are already role playing like uh, like pirates, basically. So, I think it's kind of stemmed from that. Is that basically you have all these uh, PVE, uh, PVP people basically duking it out with each other and trying to organize an actual war now, as opposed to just you know, basically high end griefers,
3: mm-hmm.
4: but uh. Yeah, um, there. I mean, there are people. They've they've kind of got a system mapped out. Um, I don't really know what the two sides are for. They're just kind of like being in the war, and I think that's just the whole point, really. Mm-hmm. But I mean, is there, got
1: there two sides?
0: I thought there was three sides.
1: There I thought they three. had broken apart into the races.
4: Oh, yeah, 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 that's... that's, uh,
1: that's right. Viking, it's a huge race
2: war
4: <laughs> And so, yeah, uh, so people are, uh, like, making bases on planets. Some people are exploring gathering resources for, you know, the community on their side. And, I mean, like, they've got it all... It's it's crazy.
0: It, it sounds like it's getting nuts. Especially, I saw something about, like, um, people setting up shops and, like, selling shit to every single side very yep. reminiscent of uh, World War 1 United States before stuff so it was just uh it was it sounds really cool but again like I feel like it's so hard for somebody like me who's barely played it to like I want to get a part of this war let me just jump into this game that I haven't played in 5 years <laughs> right and then just pick a side like no you, you could
4: you I mean, could you die you die a lot yeah you could I mean, be like yeah. a, <laughs> and, and like the point would be like have, a, have just your basic materials on you for repairs and ammo and don't carry anything else with you because your shit's going to get broke and broke a lot. But you, in that case, you won't be losing anything.
0: You know what's kind of sad, though? like you, How long ago did they add PvP in, uh, interactions into No Man's Sky? Well, it's within the past year, right?
4: Yeah, within the past year because, I mean, the first... I mean, they, because, I mean, they had a rough start, and their, so their first actual, uh, people meeting each other, it was, uh, like two orbs, basically. Mm -hmm. And you really had zero interaction, and then they actually introduced, like, putting your avatar there, and I still think it was kind of fuzzy on the interaction, but then, like, you could actually affect each other after that, the third update. I've
1: been attacked by players before.
4: So
0: they add, um, they add PvP elements and then all of a sudden there's a war that breaks up.
4: I mean, it's been brewing for a while and I gotta say, most of the community is uh, nice, helpful. Um, you know, uh, I mean, you'll have people that constantly go around on holidays with their ship and just drop off and give people like, high-end uh, components that they could sell off really, really quickly. Hmm. Just so they can have, you know, a bunch of credits or whatever.
0: That's cool, though. But, like, remember several weeks ago, we talked about that game, EVE Online, and how they had mm. some gigantic galactic war that, you know, yeah. cost, like, thousands of dollars because people were spending real-world yeah. money. Like, this seems like this is building up to be, like, Maybe not now in this first war, but you know, as the game uh keeps going, could eventually turn into something like because uh, does No Man's Sky have microtransactions?
3: Nope. no, oh, well, that's one. good, yeah.
0: Well, as long as they don't have microtransactions, it won't end up
4: like I mean, I online. would have thought, I mean, they've kind of had a way to do it for a little while now and they still haven't, so I think it's just an internal thing that they're never yeah. gonna do it.
1: They could sell Quicksilver,
4: they, they could, yeah. Well,
0: I'm it's, it's a good thing they didn't because literally like we could be talking in a week or so now about people's gigantic ships that they've had just getting destroyed and they've lost thousands of dollars which just... It's funny because you're not a part of it but it would be really sad. Someone's getting <laughs> divorced over it. That's, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: like,
0: <laughs> uh, you just you throw all your money into like instead of spending all your money on V-Bucks and Cod skins, you're spinning it on your ship, and then some guy just, you know, destroys your ship, and then lands on your dead body and teabags you and takes all your shit and runs. Like, just (laughs) what a what a game! Like, I would never, I would throw the whole thing away. I'd I'd swear off gaming if something like that happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why I'm just not gonna play it because I don't need that kind of energy in my life.
4: (laughs) It's usually pretty chill. It
1: is, yeah. yeah. You got to I mean, this is this is No Man's Sky is huge. This war is yeah. only taking place in one little piece.
4: Yeah, yeah. And you can have like a whole Pokemon team now. It's great. And you can like That's hack the breeding mechanic to where like the creatures are planet sized. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm so.
1: Occasionally, you. you'll come across a player, and they'll try and they'll try and gun you down in space, but
4: and then they fail because they fucking suck ass.
1: Yeah, because you've been playing for like three years and you got right. like an like, S-class yeah. exotic fighter with like the like, best yeah, damn guns. I'm like, I'm
4: like <laughs> dude, why are you even still trying? And then like I just get tired of it and I kill them and then the, that's it. <laughs> I kill them, I go to a different system yep. and then, yeah, they can't follow me after that. It's, it's the perk of playing
1: since day one.
4: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> well, the point is... the long haul. The point is that if you're playing No Man's Sky, just stay away from the war. Unless you're trying to be with a, me, yeah. Unless you're trying to be, a, are you are you going to participate know, in the war? No, oh. <laughs>
1: I don't even know how the hell I'd get to it. I'm tempted to go, um, just kind of.
4: Yeah, coordinates.
1: Do they post the coordinates? How to get there?
4: Yeah, I'll have to look one. them. I may, the I may but, yeah. go. I may. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Leave all your treasures at home and.
1: My thing kinda... though is like, if it's between the three races, then what if you're a traveler? How do they treat you then?
0: So, I've seen two different things and one of them was about the first act of war that happened, which was a player and I don't know if he was he even knew about the war, but whatever race he was, he trespassed into another t- race's territory without saying, "Hey, I'm a traveler. Hey, I'm asking for I need permission to get in your area." And they just blew his ship up like they just went after his ass
1: oh so uh, i think he was viking and they were corvax and yeah yeah i read that
0: but i've seen something about how there's like a very fragile peace treaty between these three races yeah so like it's kind of like uh you never know what's really gonna happen (laughs)
1: because see that's i I don't know i guess that's still where i'm kind of stuck at maybe i should just show up and see what happens to me because you've got like the three races, but then like the player race. Now of course you can go to one of these little stations and you can you can alter your character on a whim and you can be any of those three races. But the player race is known as like the travelers. And they're kind of you know, they can there's an assortment of different heads and skins for that. I just yeah. wonder where they fit into all that.
0: Maybe they're just the innocent bystanders. If you're a traveler leave you alone. Yeah. <laughs> My thing
1: is like I don't would you I don't even know if you would know that. Like, if you just see a spaceship, I mean, you'll know if it's a player spaceship, but you won't know what they are. I don't think.
0: Is there a way for random people to communicate with you in the game? Like, if you're not friends yeah. with them? can they send yeah, you messages? I mean, like, if they yeah.
4: see you. Yeah, if they see you.
0: So they could probably just shoot them a message and say, What are you? You're just like, yeah. me.
1: Minding my own damn
0: business. What are
1: you? <laughs> That's a quick way to probably get shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: So anyway, yeah, um either enlist in the the Viking or Korvac war or what was the other one? The Gecks? Is that what they're called? You got the yeah. Geck, the
1: I I don't know if yeah, play off the Viking.
0: Yeah, Viking Korvac. The Geck are the
1: little money people. They're yeah. um the little Traders. frog merchant trader people. Yeah. Vikings are like the Vikings. Um they're big ugly Admiral Akbar looking guys, and then you've got the Korvacs, who are um Daft Punk.
0: Oh, I'm on their team. <laughs> I'm I'm hundred percent on Team Korvac. Let's go after the Gex first and take all their money and then use it to fuel our war for against the Viking. That's all I'm
1: saying. Um, the Vikings are the Warriors though.
0: Look, they probably use a lot of, of melee weapons because they're Vikings, and I've got guns and Daft Punk dubsteppies. <laughs> 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 All right, let's uh let's switch gears. I want to listen to Richard talk about Resident Evil Seven and his not a seven. Well, I almost said. I six. mean, I can talk about seven. <laughs> I almost too, said six <laughs> after that. Let's talk about Resident Evil Eight, Richard.
1: Um, I mean, is there any questions that you have?
0: I was going to let you just have the floor and tell everybody about your time with it.
1: Okay. Um, I don't. You know. I think uh, it's been a pleasant surprise because the trailer and going into it, I feel like the trailer paints one picture. And then once you actually start playing, um, it's, it's a lot different. I mean, maybe it was just me, but it's a lot different than what I had perceived it to be. There, I, I really do feel like it's a huge inspiration off Resident Evil 4. Um, They brought back, you know, the merchant uh, being able to have like the little treasures and you can hang on to some because some of them are combinable, like a necklace that you can collect different stones for. So you can buy and upgrade weapons and stuff like that. Uh, The village itself, you know, feels kind of reminiscent of the the village from Resident Evil 4. Aside from that, though, there's there's no real tie ins between the two. Um, Everything so far has been story related directly to seven, which of course, I don't, there's no, there's no spoilers about seven anymore. It's been out for what, four years now. Mm -hmm.
2: I think so. So,
1: I mean, you know, obviously you see Chris Redfield in the trailer. So, you know, Chris is a big part of it. Um, I'm, I'll say this much. um, Maybe this is a spoiler. Maybe not. I, I don't think it is. So use caution. If you listen to this next part, um, Based on my upgrades and the time spent and the area of the map, I feel like I'm in the the last few hours of the game. And I have seen very little of Chris Redfield at all during the game. So, you know, even being this close to the end, there's still a lot of unanswered questions about what's going on. So I'm, I'm hoping that'll get wrapped up. I don't know if they have any plans for DLC or not. But, um, yeah, I've not, I've not read any kinds of reviews, so I don't know what other people are saying because um, I don't want anything spoiled. Uh, I'm trying to go through this as a blind playthrough. I'll read it all as soon as I'm finished. I do think that, you know, layout-wise, it's not really an open world. You've got your central hub, which is the village, and then you have these very distinct areas that have these... I'll call them guardians that kind of reside over those areas. And it's, it's very disjointed, but it's disjointed in a good way. It's kind of like you got all these really diverse environments. So you get to experience a lot and you, you really get to experience a lot as far as I guess. Okay. So I mean, obviously if you've seen the trailer, you know, there's a vampire part of it with a vampire castle and that's, that's really cool. Um, and then there's another part that seems, you know, strictly inspired by PT Demo. Especially, you know, if you have any type of fear of dolls. But, you know, they're, they're not really comparable in a sense. It feels like two very different game styles uh, when you do that. Because when you go into the, I'll just call it the House of Dolls. They don't refer to it as that, so it's not a spoiler. But they, they take all your weapons away. And it's strictly almost like one of those escape room type things. So it feels very different from like the other areas that I've been to. Well, but I think part of the problem is is that some of those areas are they overwhelm you, you know, visually, gameplay wise, story wise. They're just they're completely wild. And then other areas you're kinda like, eh. You know, I mean it's cool, but you know, after the House of Dolls, it's it's hard to really gauge anything up to that. Um It didn't feel as short as a lot of people are saying. Um, I think I'm probably getting close to, I'm probably in between the 15 to 20 hour mark. Now I am at the end of it. And being this close to the end, I can definitely see racing through it in just a few hours time. So, but I mean, I've seen everything and stuff like that. You wouldn't have to do that. Uh, Aside from that, I guess I'll I'll close with saying that the visuals, when Castlevania Lords of Shadow, which I I, I feel a lot of inspiration from that, when it first came out, I was really wowed by the visuals. You know, you come around that cliff side, you see Dracula's castle up on, you know, the the rock and the snow and everything. You know, when that came out, and that was for the 360, uh, that completely floored me. Uh, I thought visually that game was just gorgeous. And I feel the same way about this one too. I'm, I'm really wowed by the visuals. I'm really wowed by the animations of the different enemies that you face, and it's really diverse. You know, in Resident Evil Seven, you had the members of the Baker's family, and then you had like these weird, globby, swamp creature type. You know, there there wasn't you know a, a whole lot of diversity in the enemies that you face, whereas in this game. I mean, you got there's werewolves, there's zombies, there's these weird, like, vampire type um, cloaked creatures. There's vampire, I mean, there's there's a ton of stuff to fight. But it doesn't feel action y. Like, I don't know. See, I haven't played six, so I don't want to make this criticism because I've not played it myself. But I've heard that five and six both. They started to drift towards this heavy action-oriented kind of interface. And there are some moments that feel that way, but I think they're spread out enough to where it doesn't feel overwhelming or too tacky. So overall, I got a few hours left. I may finish it tonight. If not, I'll finish it tomorrow. But uh, five out of five. I don't know why I chose five, but <laughs> yeah, five out of five would be would be great. Because I, I, I don't I don't have any criticisms, other than some of the areas comparatively don't hold up to one another, especially in the order that you go in. Like they should have saved that dollhouse area for one of the last areas, because that set the bar way up here, and there's still like half the game to go.
0: So I do have one question, and it's this is the dumbest question ever. Why does Capcom hate Ethan Winters' hands so much? <laughs> uh,
1: you know, I've got, see, I can't, I've got, I've got a theory, but it's, it's, I, if it's right, then it would be a huge spoiler. I don't know if it's right or not. Um, There's something going on with Ethan Winters. There really is. Because, they're okay, I, I can do this because this is from Seven. This wouldn't be a full spoiler. Um, I, and I actually think this might actually be an optional uh, battle. But you fight, uh, I can't remember his name, like the the patriarch of the... Mm-hmm. And he takes one of those flat-ended shovels and severs your leg, like right, right in the middle of the shin. Like he literally just all the way through the floorboards and then slides it away like he literally severs half of your leg and then he throws this bottle of medicine at you and he tells you to put it back on i can't remember his exact words something about he likes the chase or whatever and ethan literally like pours the stuff on his leg and then pushes his severed foot back on and it just it it heals now, I mean, there's been some crazy stuff, you know, healing-wise. I mean, you chew on a green herb and it, you know, cures a zombie bite. I mean,
0: pour some water. You on know,
1: you know that to that extent. I mean, it's a game. Of course, they're going to do stuff like that. But I think with the things that Ethan goes through, I think it it's alluding to something very different. And I don't know if it is or not. I just have a gut feeling. Um, I think something's wrong with Ethan. Well, and I think it stems from seven.
0: I know something because, you know, I'm a scrub and I'm not playing the game. So I already have read everything I need to know. But once you finish the game, we're going to talk about it. Cause I, I've got something to send you. That's going to put everything in perspective for you, but
1: well, will I need to, or would the, I don't I need know.
4: It's on Pornhub. So. Might, yeah.
1: Is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'm, I avoid that. So no, I'm not, I haven't read or looked at anything. Uh, yeah. And I won't until until afterward. But I've gotten my own theories of of what's going on. I may be right. I may be wrong.
0: Yeah, he uh, he messaged me a bunch of his theories and said, "I don't want you to confirm or deny these. I just want you to." I'm putting these here that way. I have them in. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm put them in writing to see how clever I am, if I am at all. If I'm totally off base, I'll just deny it. I'll be like, I don't know, man. I was drinking that day.
0: No, he wasn't. Richard no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Michael, Chase, do one of y'all plan on getting Resident Evil 8? almost said 7 I again. Don't.
3: <laughs> and, Michael I mean, was I quick. I already have I don't. several of the titles in my
4: pile of shame. I don't want to have a complete collection in my pile of shame. That's,
2: <laughs> that's not on my list. <laughs> I'm planning on picking it up, yeah.
0: Are you going to pick it up now that you finished Fraternal?
2: Uh, I still have like so much to, to play that I've already picked up, but uh, I will pick it up eventually, yeah.
0: Well, speaking of Returnal, Chase, you have the floor if you would like to tell everyone about Returnal because no one here has played it.
1: Can I? Yeah, but can I have a question? Yes. I have a question yeah. first. All right. So, is that like a quick platinum, or were you just playing? Like, did you like stop sleeping, or <laughs> like what was the deal with that?
2: It's uh, it's it's definitely a challenging game because it's it's very, it's like Metroid meets Doom. Which kind of like a Soulsy kind of feel to it? Oh hell, I should get it right now. (laughs) It's I I highly recommend it. It's so it's so good because like I mean, you just start out and you have like nothing, and you're going through and you're on this alien planet, and you have to you kind of like you know how you you in Dark Souls you have to learn how the enemies move, so you gotta like you gotta like predict you know their their movements and like dodge and then like attack and then or like fall back and shoot and then dodge there's like bullets flying everywhere. It's it's really intense. And like the and then like the you have like a, a gauge at the bottom. It's uh and basically like the the longer you don't get hit, the higher that gauge is and the more uh like perks you get. So you can you can max that out and you get a lot of perks. You're getting like more like currency. And man, it's it's just it's just, it's one a really intense game. The boss fights are incredible. Incredible, like they're just really, really intense. Um, but yeah, I, I've. It took me like a, I feel like the, the the second half of the game is a lot easier because you're because there's there's so many weapons in the game. There's like ten weapons, and and like as you go in the game, like every time you die, you you're you're, you're like some progress saves and some progress doesn't. So. So like, uh, so like the abilities of the guns, there's like multiple abilities for the gun. So, sometimes, like, uh, you have one that's like a it's called like a spit maw, which is basically like a shotgun, but uh, like, sometimes you can pick it up and it has like a slug round where it's like you know, one, one single shot, or it's got a like wide maw which shoots wide range, or you know, it's just got like a bunch of different options, like, depending on you know, whatever you pick up. And so, later in the game. Like you have multiple traits stacked on each other, so the 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 weapons are are more powerful later in the game, but the the enemies are a lot harder. So, yeah.
4: Let me Uh, at at any point that you want to return Returnal?
2: (laughs) I did not. I did. I was getting frustrated about getting the last trophy because uh, it's so. It's, there's so much RNG in the game, and like, I, and the the last piece I needed, it just was not showing up because the rooms are like randomly generated, and like there was like just this one room that I needed to get this one last piece, and it just was not showing up for me. And I was playing like hours trying to find it. It's terrible. Yeah,
1: so you're talking about that that perk bar that fills up at the bottom. Now, mm-hmm. is that kind of reminiscent to like the the Dark Souls experience thing, where you know you're trying to get to the next campfire because you're at risk of losing that. Because you say if you get
2: shot, so it? Is it- you, you get like if there's a currency called oblets. Uh, like when you kill an enemy, they drop these oblets, or you, you slice these like little containers and they'll have like them in there. And you can you can go to like these little stations that are set up in the game. Um, that like, uh, there's like, I mean. It was like an anime, like a not like an anime, but like a like an alien race that you land on their planet, and this is like the ancient civilization, and you can uh like you know buy these upgrades and artifacts and things like that. But like once you die, those those artifacts, those, those the, the oblets are gone. Oh, think yeah, of it you know, like
0: you, uh, when you, you reset Majora's Mask, you get to keep your key items, mm-hmm. and all your other shit. but like
2: yeah, yeah you, your your abilities that you pick up like uh there's like you pick up like a it's like a kind of like a like a lightsaber kind of sword um and then you get you get like a grappling hook at some point and like you know those abilities you know save you know permanently so but like when you're replaying like you know you can use the grappling hook to get to other areas that you couldn't get to in the first time your first play through or like you know or you take the sword and like take you can take out like a elemental barrier that you couldn't get to you know on your first playthrough or stuff like that so like the more you prepare yourself like the the, the easier it is or you can just like straight run <laughs> you know go to the boss but it's like you're you're not going to be prepared okay, <laughs> okay. Hmm. yeah
4: Well, it would have been nice if they uh, had a card that you could uh collect the oblets on uh to like someone like this uh tormentor god <laughs> why you're welcome
0: in a world where Richard doesn't get the joke
1: yeah uh,
0: it's a Yu-Gi-Oh thing
1: I don't even know what the hell that is
0: what Uh, oh man doesn't even know about Yu-Gi-Mans all right (laughs) let's get into what
1: (laughs) no I don't even for a second there yeah that's that uh no, I'm not even going to... That'll just embarrass me. Further. No, do it.
0: You have to do it now. You started it. That's
1: that little thing with it's little tops that spin in the trees. Is <laughs> yes. that what I yes. are talking about?
0: <laughs> yes. Okay,
1: yeah. So that, that confirms <laughs> that it's not. I think they're named something
2: similar. That's Beyblades. <laughs> That's Bakugan. Or Bakugan. Okay, there
0: we go. I don't
2: know. Eventually,
1: it all starts to sound the same. So,
0: Man butchered my Yu-Gi-Oh like that.
1: <laughs> I still don't know what it is. I can't butcher something if
0: I have no idea what it is. <laughs> you never heard that? It's time to duel thing and the guy with the spiky hair and he lays the cards down and the monsters come out of the car. Dude, you're
1: talking about animes. They all have spiky hair, man. That, <laughs> that does not <it's... laughs>
0: Look, but it's like 1990s American, well, I guess not technically American, but it's like four kids anime, not like Nineteen
1: nineties, like what? Nineties, ninety six. Ninety six. I think I was driving by then. If I'm <laughs> driving, then all bets are off. He I am, drowning them pussy. I, then I, I, I am. I am past like the card games and everything <laughs> else. If I have my car.
0: But it's a card game, that real life card game. You run a whole thing about board games. You think you would have like at least heard of it at this point?
1: No, no. See, I'm like I am very like biased and judgy about stuff like that. We
0: know. No. No, no, no.
1: I don't I don't include those in. Although there was a brief period of time where I I did play Magic the Gathering.
0: Okay, so it's like it's like Magic. That's what Yu-Gi-Oh is. It's kind of like Magic.
1: Oh well, then why the hell didn't you just play Magic?
4: Because all my friends <laughs> played Yu-Gi-Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Magic man. didn't
4: have an anime then.
0: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> no, all my friends just played Yu-Gi-Oh. And I tried getting into Magic, and they're like, "No, we're not playing Magic."
1: Hey, well, on true story, and this is probably not redeem redeem me at all, but I actually have a very large Pokemon card collection, and I actually like to play the card game. More so than the games.
0: Pokemon TCG is actually really fun. My sister has a binder with all of the original, like, first couple sets of Pokemon cards. And I'm not trying to out my sister here because I don't need anybody trying to rob her. But she's got that Charizard card that's worth, like, $15,000 just chilling in a binder. So.
1: In a binder?
0: Yeah. You
1: think she put that somewhere else
3: <laughs>
0: every time we br- bring it up it goes up in like thousands of dollars in monetary value which never i don't you know
1: it. i know they um i know they do those comic books i'm assuming they would do it with cards too you know you can get those graded and they put them in like these airtight
3: mm-hmm.
1: tiny i mean do they do those with cards they i'm do. assuming they yeah. would i don't yeah she should have something like that done
0: she should she won't though yeah she, she should,
1: should. Well, you're her brother, man. Why don't you do it for her?
0: Cause if I'm, are you, if I'm
1: are just... you big brother or little brother?
0: I'm little brother.
1: Oh, okay. and yeah, kind of weird. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm not...
3: Gonna... I have an older brother, so... And... <laughs>
0: yeah, no. She can... It's her. It's hers. She earned it. She bought it or whatever. However she ended up with it. It's her, her thing. Just don't need anyone watching the show to try to figure out where my sister lives and going after her and trying to steal her Pokemon card collection like some weird real-life Team Rocket dumb shit. So, just... <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just, you know, stay at home and just keep watching the show and don't forget we talked about my sister. All right. Let's jump into man, we're we're running out of time over here. But anyway, we're gonna jump uh into the road to E3. I'm calling this part one because I don't know how many parts it's gonna be. So uh this is going to be a discussion about uh what we expect to see and what we might see from this week being Ubisoft, Capcom, and Bandai Namco at E3 2021. Before I start, didn't it used to be called Namco Bandai? Or did they, or did they flip their name back? I swear it used to be called Namco Bandai. I don't think
1: so. I hey,
4: think you're wrong.
0: Uh-oh.
1: It's that... Um, it's the
0: Mandela the, effect. It's the
1: Mandela effect,
0: yeah. i
3: hmm
0: I'm, I'm from another reality. You know, you're somewhere. not from
1: this reality, Mitch. That's odd. Awkward.
0: I know. Oof. Are y'all
1: gonna what read? is it? What's what's Rick from C one C seven six one C one thirty seven C one thirty seven and I'm C
0: one thirty seven B. Actually, no, I want to be from the one that yeah, like, yeah, I had those three news reporters that were all Rick, and then C one thirty seven C had like the face that was droopy on one side. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's me. <laughs> um. So we're going to start with uh, Ubisoft since they're probably going to have like the biggest announcements uh, at out of these three. Uh, here right now so we're going to uh, first off these are all the games that they have in development and then we can talk about uh, some stuff around them uh, so we know they have far cry 6 which we've talked about before uh Rainbow 6 parasite which supposedly is the new name for Rainbow 6 quarantine they got delayed from last year uh beyond good and evil 2 riders republic which is a i think it's i don't know if it's a battle royale but it's a multiplayer like roller skating game um, a re- the recently announced the Division Heartland, which is a free to play version of the Division. What? <laughs> Nothing. To keep
1: going. What? I'm just gonna play this roller skating battle royale. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake. They got delayed because it looked like shit. And Skull and Bones, which, as of today, just got delayed into 2022. <laughs> yep, got delayed again into 2022 because they can't make up their mind about what they want that game to be. So, would anyone like to take the floor about, I guess, I guess the big thing here is Far Cry 6, right? Like, that's the one thing that everyone's just really excited for. You know, it, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's, there's like, there's, I don't know what you would talk
1: about it, though i mean when it's gonna come out would be like the big thing but
0: i want to know more about the story like and how it unfolds because we know that in the trailer that they have the kid and his dad's the president and i'm assuming he's the main antagonist of the show of the i'm the show of the game right
4: i do
1: know that you do not play as either one of them
0: okay so that was where i was going next like do you play as the kid as an adult so, no. okay.
1: You play as a character that's on the opposite side of the political spectrum of the father. Okay. I'm sure the kid plays into it and all that stuff, but no, you are you're on the you're against the dude, but you're not related to him.
0: I went back and watched that trailer again and I forgot how tense that scene was with the kid holding the grenade like going up the steps and how he almost tripped, like man, I brought like some uh, some from uh, stuff from last year, um, and
1: Far Cry can know yeah, they push the envelope with the intensity and stuff, especially with their cutscenes and stuff. I've always loved Far Cry. The uh-huh.
0: the gra- if the all the cutscenes look like that trailer did, then I'll be it's gonna be one of those games kind of like Resident Evil Eight that kind of just blows you away with the graphics and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I mean, as far as E three goes, like I mean, I'm sure we'll get like another trailer, probably a gameplay demo. Like they'll probably have some. I only played Far Cry 5, and I never played a lot of it, but I'm sure they'll have some new gameplay mechanics or something that they want to show off um, that sets this one apart from the other ones other than just the the cool story they got going on with it.
1: Yeah, what I really like is, you know, now Far Cry's you know, first person, and I'm not even saying this is they're the first ones to do it, but it's the first ones where I really noticed how cool it was, is that in Resident Evil, the, the 8 and 7 do the same thing, is that when you go into cutscenes and stuff, it's always seamless and it never changes perspective. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. And I remember, yeah, like the first time I really noticed it as being something awesome was Far Cry three. Where yeah. the, it was just it was seamless. You never change perspective. To me, that was just really immersive
3: and I like that.
0: Yeah, that's where um I think they're called procedurally generated cutscenes where it just like it just keeps the same engine instead of flipping to like a movie, then like flips yeah. you back out of it. Mm-hmm one of the first games that ever did that was Ocarina of Time. Fun fact. But
1: You just had to put Nintendo in there.
0: Yeah. We had to talk about <laughs> Nintendo at some point. <laughs> um, Jason, anything to add, or Michael, anything to add about Far Cry 6, anything you're excited for or want to see from Far Cry?
2: No, I'm, no, I'm just like really, sense. really pumped on it.
0: Yeah. It's going <laughs> to be a race to who Platinum's at first between yep. Jason and Richard. It'll be me. Oh, <laughs> there he goes. I, well,
1: I mean, I, it, it depends on what's going on when it comes out. man. Look, we, we, look we know, th- we know <laughs> that Chase
0: up. is going to take a week off work. Well, off, right? yeah.
1: I mean, that's, I've got, I can't <laughs> just, I've got so much stuff
4: going on.
0: Well, you better clear your calendar out. Um, it doesn't work that way, man. Like, I have a wife. Look, look, you can just drop
4: Maddie off in the woods. It's fine. <laughs> Let her live her own Far Cry.
0: Hey, <laughs> okay, we're already out in the woods. Far the Cry Primal 2. Um, oh, man. Uh, um. Are any of y'all fans of the Rainbow Six games, like Rainbow Six Siege? Probably not.
1: I'm not. No. I'm not. I would think I, I would s-
0: love it because I love Call of Duty, but I just I can't ever get into it.
1: I want to see that show with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. But that's about the extent of my interest in Rainbow Six.
0: <laughs> I really don't know any much about it, but um, that's again also coming now. Um, Beyond Good and Evil 2, that's been in development, I want to say, for, seven, for seven plus <laughs> years now. So yeah. it's kind of it's got like that cyberpunk thing going on with it, where it's been in development for forever. Uh, if you, I never even played the first one, is that something y'all ever played?
1: Yeah, no, the first one was awesome. It was really, really good. Um, it's just it's it's hard for me to get, and they even remastered it a few years back. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Um, I want to be excited for the second one, but I mean it's. It's just drug out for so long. It's you know that that kind of interest is just starting to fade.
0: Right. It's like the only time you ever remember about it's whenever E three shows up and then you don't hear from it and then it just fades away again. And then I guess this is Richard's gonna be his new favorite game, but Rider, <laughs> Riders, Riders Republic,
1: a, the roller skating battle royale. Dude, where the hell did you get that from, man? So this is my. I, I, I don't know if I would really call it a battle royale, but I almost feel like it's almost either like a spiritual successor or sort of like an offshoot of, um... oh, shit. What's that dirt bike game that Ubisoft does It's awesome? Trials, yeah. Almost got kind of a Trials vibe. They're just they're amping up the game. You know, you've got dirt bikes, you've got four-wheelers, you've got pedal bikes, you've got squirrel suits. You've got all kinds of stuff. You got snowboards, you know, they're they're kind of evolving that to go beyond what they've done with trials. That's what I feel. But you know, I've I've seen that trailer and I'm I'm still looking for roller skates, man. <laughs> it's like I mean, seriously, where did that come from? You yeah. know, I automatically started
0: thinking about that
1: roller boogie movie from like the eighties or seventies or whatever. <laughs>
0: What if uh what if Riders Republic is secretly like a console version of Happy Wheels? <laughs> Do you ever play Happy Wheels, Richard? What the hell is Happy
1: Wheels? <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't sound like something I would play. So, so, so it's
0: it's like a flash game, right? Uh, that's been around for forever, and they've got like this this cast of characters oh, in no. cars.
1: You get killed, like
0: in yeah. oh wait, no, no, I'm thinking of something. No, else. no, no, you're, or maybe. No, no, it's like you you're on these tracks, you're trying to get there, but you just get obliterated into these bits. And like, like
1: there's a there's a dad on a bicycle yeah. with an infant on the back. <laughs> yeah. and, okay.
0: I yeah. have
1: played. I used to play the hell out of Happy Dude, yeah. Wheels. Okay. I yeah. need,
0: what if Riders <laughs> Republic is just the new Happy Wheels?
1: <laughs> Dude, that'd be awesome too. I'm still in. I'm still in. But no, I wanna I wanna do an awesome course on the because there was um oh what was it the Far Cry start to all blend together. There was a Far Cry that had like these really awesome obstacle courses that you had to do in a squirrel suit. Hmm. What was that? I can't remember which one that was. Was it four? I think it was maybe four. Good day. I remember that.
0: What if it was in Far Cry Primal and it was like a gigantic squirrel suit?
1: (laughs) No, it wasn't Far Cry (laughs) Primal because they kept referencing... um, It was almost like a stuntman, almost like an Evil Knievel type thing. Hmm. Like you're recreating his stunts or something like that. Was that not Far Cry? Was that something else? That was...
2: That was five. Okay, it's Far Cry Five. Okay, because because Herc was on uh, Herc will not be in the new one. Oh, what? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that.
0: He's not going to buy yeah. it. He's not going to buy it anymore.
2: <laughs> like I don't I don't understand why not. I don't know, but they the the voice actor said that he's they have not approached him to make any record any voice voice uh, acting for the Far Cry Six. Because he was on Lease. The The hell? But he's a (laughs) staple
4: of Far Cry.
2: Y'all didn't hear what Michael said, did you? (laughs) I did. (laughs) Hercules, Hercules.
1: I love Herc. He's like the most lovable redneck dude. Have y'all played Far Cry (laughs) New Dawn?
0: No. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, I'm going to have to go John Wick on <laughs> I love that dude man I can't believe he's not going to be on 6 Oh man that sucks
2: Yeah
0: Do you guys think we're going to see uh, Mario plus Rabbids 2?
1: No <laughs> I mean damn we had to see 1 I mean
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have to see 2? <laughs> <laughs>
0: or any other Nintendo Ubisoft uh, partnership game, maybe like another Starlink that doesn't suck or um
4: I don't know, I didn't maybe think it... Starlink sucked. It just it just it was unwieldy.
1: It wasn't executed properly.
4: Yeah, it wasn't executed. The idea properly. was like there. gameplay was <laughs> solid, yeah. just make um, Nintendo it exclusive. Bunch of different characters. Yeah, I mean it could have done that and it would have sold better. Yep. Um
0: like you could have called that game Star Fox Battle for Atlas, and it probably would have sold three million more units than it did on all the other platforms. Don't put toys oh, in. Yeah. It.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I think we're past that. Hopefully, Nintendo. We're, <laughs> we're past that.
0: We're past <laughs> Nintendo altogether. Some of us. Spoil- no, no. I don't. I'm not going to go
1: that far. Spoil- but I mean, spoilers. I think whole, four weeks from now, we're talking things, about Nintendo.
0: Well, I thought Toys to Life was dead whenever Skylanders. Uh, Faded away into existence, and then Ubisoft's like, "What if we did it four years later?" <laughs>
1: what did Ubisoft do?
0: That that uh, Starlink, the, they had like the little oh, the spaceships okay, for yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They waited for uh, Skylanders and Disney Infinity, and truly the real death of amiibo before they came out with their own. Now I will say that little R wing you can get—that's like a, even if you don't play the game, that's just a cool figurine to own. The little R wing yeah. you can get for Starlink. It's pretty cool david's got one it's really fun it's a cool looking all right let's jump over to capcom which you know they're probably gonna have Wait, one more thing oh what's up one more
2: game. um yeah so ubisoft did announce i don't know if it was today or yesterday that they're going They're they're trying to focus more on free to play games
3: Ooh.
2: yeah with microtransactions Ooh. yeah of course um but they are still gonna do the first party big triple A stuff, but they are gonna focus on so, more more free to play games.
0: So Riders Republic's gonna be free <laughs> and you have to pay Probably. for all the different skates and boards and uh the division heart. Man, there you
1: go with skates again, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they do that in trials though. You know, you buy helmets and they got premium currency, so if you wanna wear like a squirrel head or something like that, so it wouldn't shock me if that was the deal with Riders
2: Republic.
0: They'll end up making mm-hmm. like a Watch Dogs Legion online only type thing, like Grand Theft Auto Online. You get, just give them time; they'll do something like that. Yep. Um. Okay. I can Is there any other Ubisoft stuff? No. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, Skull and Bones is awesome, but we might as well not talk about it because it's going to be another
0: year. Probably another. It'll get delayed again. Be out twenty twenty five maybe they'll, they'll finally just scrap it all together. They're like, we've put so much money in this thing and we're never going to recoup our costs. And Yeah.
3: Um,
0: with Capcom, I'm pretty sure there's going to be something resident evil related, whether it's resident evil, eight DLC, uh, supposedly resident evil outbreak, uh, which is also called revelations three. It supposedly it was a uh, part of that massive Capcom week that happened. Uh, last year that actually i think it revealed resident evil 8 before it 8 got even unveiled um so there's that and then supposedly a resident evil 4 remake because you know they've been remaking all the old ones to make them give them a new coat of paint so that's supposedly coming out next year dragon's dogma 2 um if y'all are fans of that street fighter 6 uh, their new IP Pragmata, which I'm pretty sure is a PS5 exclusive, and then supposedly Monster Hunter 6. No, none mm-hmm. of these really are up my alley because I don't really care for Monster Hunter. <laughs> but...
1: I'm not. Uh, Pragmata looks awesome from a narrative perspective. Um, I, I don't think there's there's nothing on gameplay that's been put out there, I don't think. I don't think so. So it's a little early to tell, but just from, from the trailer alone, that, that piques a lot of interest. Um, yeah, I hate fighting games, but and I think Steven agrees with me on this, though. Street Fighter's the best. Um, I would be interested in a Street Fighter Six.
0: Look. Your fight, your fighting game cannot be good unless they sell you fifteen dollar minifigures. Oh my God! I, I
1: knew the whole Smash thing was coming. <laughs> Smash is not. Look, Smash is not a fighting game. It's right. I don't even I mean, know what genre to te- put Technically, that in.
0: it's not a fighting
4: game. It's it's considered a party game.
1: Yeah, that's
0: what we'll call it.
4: But the only true fighting game is Cartoon Network Fist Punch Explosion. Yes. Is, is
0: that even real? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's a it's a Smash Brothers
4: clone. I own it. Wow. What it about uh, sounds like a made up title? What about yeah, Rivals of Ether, like a-
0: but only on PC, so you can play as Ronald McDonald? Oh man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they may cut you off about Street Fighter, I know you're excited about it.
1: Oh no, I mean, I don't know what to say about it. I just I have always loved Street Fighter. I love how colorful the characters are, and it's just you know I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna sound like a a Richard. No, I'm not a Richard. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. No, because I don't want to say I don't like it. Um, because I I do like Mortal Kombat. It's just man is I don't know. The people that really love Mortal Kombat, they love that over the top shit. So I can't really. Just to me, it just it feels like too much at times.
0: It can be, especially with yeah, like the new ones that have like the X rays and.
3: All yeah, shit.
0: you
1: know, mm-hmm. I, I get pushing the envelope. I mean, there's there's some really gross shit that happens in Resident Evil Eight, but I just feel like with Mortal Kombat, it's just all the time being shoved in their face. Look what we did! Look at it! Look at it! It's just too much. Well,
0: that's why they added friendships. Since that way, if you don't want to do fatalities on your friends all the time, you can do yeah, friendships but,
1: instead. Yeah, but that's that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'll stick with Street
0: Fighter. All right, uh, w- have you ever played Resident Evil uh, Revelations?
1: I've not. Those came out during my my self exile from the series, so oh, yeah. you know that's I'm gonna have to go back. You know, I'm to well, go back. I've uh, I finished four. Um, I'm about to finish eight, so I need to go back and finish uh, five and six, and then I'll probably tackle Revelations.
0: Well. So the cool thing that I really thought was interesting about Revelations is that these Resident Evil games are exclusive to the Switch or exclusive to Nintendo products. So one and two came out on the Wii, I believe, and they remastered them for the Switch. And Resident Evil Revelations three is supposedly going to be a Switch exclusive.
1: I I swear I thought I saw all the Revelations on.
0: Let me take it back. The they were when they first store. came out. They were exclusive.
1: Okay. To the Wii. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So. God, I don't like that, because the Wii can't process the way it should.
0: You know, apparently a lot of people believe that playing Resident Evil 4 on the Wii is the definitive way to play that game. Why? I don't know.
1: <laughs> That's weird. On the Wii? Yeah. Because of motion controls? Probably. I don't know. Mm.
0: Couldn't tell you. That's just a, it's a hot take I saw online. I
1: mean, look, I mean, it's I own it for the Wii. I have it for the Wii, I still have a Wii, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I like having all the Resident Evils on one console, that kicks ass. Mm Mm-hmm. Aside from, I don't think I can play like the original, original one or two. Well, no, I don't think I can play the original one, two, or three. I think it's just the remakes.
0: Give it PS3. They play them on the backwards compatibility. That's
1: right, that's right, that's right. Well, I got the that Sony little classic thing. Is that what they called that? The Sony Classic. Mm-hmm. I think it's got the director's cut on there. Oh, the sweet. original Resident Evil.
0: Yeah. I thought they already re- didn't they remake Resident Evil Zero already? Did they? I Think so. They might have. Not like not like how that. they did two and three though, but like it's.
1: No, I, I think there's a an updated version of it though. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, uh, we are running out of time, so let's go ahead and we'll just quickly jump through the ones that are uh, confirmed games in development for Bandai Namco, which is Tales of Arise and Scarlet Nexus. Uh, Scarlet Nexus was de- debuted as an Xbox third party exclusive last year and is now coming out on everything, so they lost exclusivity on that game whenever it got delayed somehow. Uh, hmm. And. The only thing I've got to add that I would love to see is a new Soul Calibur, but I said that years ago, and then I finally got a new Soul Calibur and I never played it. So I'm not one to talk about anything. So
1: <laughs> that's a good solid fighting game. Soul Calibur series.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love, uh I really I wore Soul Calibur four out, but I really love the story in Soul Calibur Five and how it was like the brother and sister. They ended up on opposite sides of Soul Edge and um, yeah. had to deal with all that crap. So anyway, anyway. That's, that's all the the games we think may be showing up or games are in development from Ubisoft, Capcom, and Bandai Namco. We are <laughs> going to quickly run through uh, our trivia question, and then we're going to start closing out the show. Uh, to remind everyone from last week, where we had our massive trivia gauntlet, Michael is in the lead with 12 points to Richard's 11. Steven who is not here tonight has 7, Chase has 4 and Alex has 2 points. So, here is your trivia question for tonight. 4! Ironically from the Soul Calibur franchise. Richard thinks it's a solid fighting game.
1: Soul Calibur But two. I'll get but I'll get the question wrong.
0: Well, <laughs> Gotta start playing more games, I guess. Soul Calibur 2 gave every platform an exclusive fighter for their version of the game. Nintendo got Link, Sony got Heihachi from Tekken, and who was the Xbox exclusive fighter? Was it Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat, Spawn, Master Chief, or Ezio from Assassin's Creed? I want to start with Richard.
1: (laughs) You said Soul Calibur 2?
0: Yes. You're talking GameCube, PS2, original Xbox.
1: And you're talking about who was the the, the Xbox one?
0: Yep. Yeah. So each of them got an ex- a platform exclusive fighter. So Link was on yeah, GameCube. Yeah,
1: I mean, they, they usually always do that. Um, and I'm going to go with Master Chief.
0: Michael? spawn bon. Chase spawn Michael and Chase got the cor- uh, question correct it was spawn
1: Damn it see like I knew that he was an ex I just thought it was later
0: than 2 So the um yeah Sub-Zero and Master Chief have never been in Soul Calibur um and Ezio was the guest character for Soul Calibur 5
1: so, I knew Ezio, but I figured Ezio would be. a... Uh, was he an Xbox guy? Was they put him on the Xbox one?
0: No, he was. Uh, Ezio was in PlayStation and Xbox version.
1: Oh, okay. They, gotcha. they stopped
0: doing the console exclusive.
1: No, no, I knew, I knew Spawn was in. I just, I thought it was later than two. My bad.
0: Oh well, Michael is Michael is stealing the lead. He's running away <laughs> with it. Somebody stop this man.
1: We'll <laughs> it's have to. Two. It's two, Mitch.
0: I mean, it's two, but it, it's two, but it's also eight to Chase, even though Chase is only been on the show three times. So, <laughs> the and then,
3: to then Alex only has two. So. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Alex only has two. So he's gonna have to give his points to somebody. If he gives them to you, you tied up. <laughs> we'll tie it up. He really wanted to be on the show tonight, and I, I, I hate. I wish he could have, but I just. I know we're still recording, and it's 1045. He wanted
1: to start now. Yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) I (laughs)
4: know. Are we sure about that, or was he just yanking?
0: No, he really wanted to be on the show. Okay. so Love you, Alex. We'll try to get you on next time, promise. But let's go ahead and uh, plug some social medias. What are you shaking your head for? (laughs) Let's go ahead and plug social medias and let's uh, get out of here tonight. So, uh, Richard, do you want to start?
1: Uh, yeah, check out BoardGameRenovation.com.
0: Yeah, buddy. And that's it. That's it. Michael?
4: Uh, we got StallToAction.com. Uh, I do want to let people know to be wary of uh, prices uh, spiking on hard drives now. Um, because there's a new mining technology where they're using just ample amounts of hard drives. And so uh, the creator of that says, if you're not using at least a petabyte of drive space, you're a small-time miner. Hmm. So petabytes a lot.
0: Yes, that's a lot of that's a lot of data.
4: Uses less power, but uh, you're gonna ruin some drives for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Chase, you got anything? Any bands you want to plug? Anything?
2: No, but yeah, uh, play Returnal. Yeah, play Returnal. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um
0: I don't have anything other than just follow me on Twitter at meechflow. I I stream occasionally and uh I'm going to set up a a subscriber goal and whenever we hit it I'm going to stream Demon Souls. So that yes. way, that way to uh <laughs> initiate people to su- uh, subscribe to the channel. And there was something else I was going to say, but I can't remember remember what it was. So, oh, I remember what it was. Never mind. Somebody make me a website so I can have a website, too. We need to have nextgennewsweek.com. But y'all get on that. Anyway, that's all I got. Uh, We'll see you next week for episode 50. What a number. So take care. We'll see you next time. Bye.
4: Bye. This week's episode is brought to you by cocaine.